This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and ClearPay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is brought to you by GameFi. How badly did they screw up the door thing, by the way? Yeah, I don't know how they, how do you mess that up? Door gate. What's the They've got to patch it. It like legit, like sort of joking, not joking, gives me, like it, it uh, shakes my faith in the game. I, 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 you know what they're talking about? No. And Mega Man, when you jump up, and in you're going to the next screen, it'll freeze Mega Man in the air. In the air. He stays, he's like... And yeah. As the screen, the screen slides like, over. And then the screen slides over and the Mega Man goes... You see, like, you just expect game, that behavior. In this yeah. game, you hit, you jump up and you go between the, the level and then Mega Man goes down and then it goes to the next level. He doesn't freeze in midair. Uh, like he has in every weird. Mega Man game of all yeah. time. There have been 10 Mega Man games where he behaves this way, and now all of a sudden he does That is really annoying. Yeah. And I said in a joking, not, not joking way, it shakes my faith in the game yeah. because, like, do the people making the game understand? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> anyway, let's do a show. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN GameScoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis. Scoop. Andrew Goldfarb is here. Hello. And Sam Claiborne. Hey, everybody. And uh, if you're just uh, listening to the show, you're unfortunately missing Andrew's very cool Mario Kart, Super Mario Kart t-shirt. Yeah. Real good one. The last time I wore it, I spilled coffee all over it, and I frantically cool. got like shot wipes, and it ended up coming out. So I feel real <laughs> good about it. Is that your favorite Mario Kart? Uh... Yeah, probably. I mean, it's what? I mean, <laughs> I did not expect that. Answer. Only well, here's the thing, right? It's like that thing of like I know it is not the best Mario Kart game, but I have the best memories with it because okay. that's like very, very. So very you probably weren't on the me. show when I kept on saying that the only bad game in the SNES Classic <laughs> yeah, was Mario Kart. Kart. <laughs> well, just like it's the only one I ever played like with my parents. I don't know. I, I like Super Mario Kart. Yeah, I think yeah, I know like, it's yeah. not a good game. I like, think I like DS the best. DS. That's a good one. Uh, I like honestly might like seven more than even eight. 
I wow. think seven on 3DS is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, yeah. man. Seven's it, good, too. I only play with the wheel, so I only play the wheel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just every game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Eight's hard to uh, argue with. Eight's really great. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Shout Wipes. <laughs> yeah. It's not, actually. We have... <laughs> We've got a great show for you this week. We're going to talk about this new uh, Nintendo Switch online service that just launched uh, yesterday, yesterday, late last night. Mm-hmm. we got to talk about the PlayStation Classic mm-hmm. just announced. But first, Red Dead Online. We just got the first details of that this morning. Scoop. Uh, the online uh, component to Red Dead Redemption 2. Red Dead Redemption 2 launches October 27th, I believe. And then uh, the online service will be launching sometime in November. So not right at launch. Uh, isn't that how uh, GTA Five worked? Also, yeah. yeah, and it was. Uh, I think GTA Online had trouble launching, if I remember oh, right. It was yeah. catastrophic. Yeah, but, uh, not yeah. even for like a long time. Yeah, yeah. And eventually they got it ironed out, and it's amazing. Yeah. It's easy to forget uh, since GTA Five has gone on to become such an incredible success. But yeah, the online definitely had a rocky start. Yeah. and in fact, Rockstar is even saying that they're trying to get ahead of that this time and mm-hmm. avoid some of that. No. Supposedly. What do you think their time to DeLorean is? Because they put in a DeLorean in GTA Online mm-hmm. last year. Yeah. And mm-hmm. as we all know from Back to the Future 3, it's DeLoreans yeah. belong in the Wild West. Yes. But true. it's like a tra- they, they jury-rig the train to be the time machine in 3, oh, But right? there's also a DeLorean because he... The yes. train, oh, the that's the train pushes yeah. the DeLorean. That's right. That's right. Oh, my God. I That's the only one I've only seen once. I've never rewatched Back to the Future 3. Pulls it. You, I watched yeah. about 15 minutes of it. you got to see it again to see the pee-pee kid at the end of yeah, the Yeah, that I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. so good. Yeah, that, that I've seen. Explain. There's a kid, an extra, who, who's just in like in the final scene when everyone's like waving. It's Doc Brown's guy. family. It's his Yeah, guy. it's his son. Well, it's like apparently the, the, apparently what it was is that like when they had to go to the bathroom on set, they were supposed to like make a silent gesture because they didn't like disrupt filming. But he's just like very promptly. Pointing in the movie, he's pointing his crotch, yeah, which is perfect because in Teen Wolf, yeah, they know yeah. this. There's a yeah. real, there's a yeah. real peen in Teen Wolf, and, and in Batman today, there was a real one in the comic, yeah, yeah, yeah. all happened, yeah, that's not did in like it? the Justice League. So, and, yeah, did like, you look it up? Yeah, to oh, give I mean, everybody, a is he look. taking a shower? <laughs> It's like oh, a we'll really. Get, we'll get to this. We have a we have a give people a peek behind how the sausage is made at IGM. We have a little morning meeting <laughs> every. Yeah, sausage. We have a morning meeting every day where we share the important priorities for the day. What's the most important thing happening in the world of news and the world of you know entertainment? And our entertainment lead says there's a new really dark gritty Batman comic coming out. Com- comic coming out, and it's got a lot of controversy. Controversy, and then uh, because it's got Batman's just full on Batman wiener in the comic. And if you would have given me a chance to say 25 things <laughs> that people are up in arms about in that comic, that would not have been in the top 25. <laughs> I True. just would not have guessed that that's what was happening this morning. I know. If it makes you feel better. It's like obscured in shadow. It's not like completely ridiculous. I don't know why that'd make us feel better. <laughs> yeah. But is it because he's taking a shower and then he's thinking I think really he's hard like about getting, being Batman? So I didn't <sighs> see it in context. I just saw the frame. So I think it's like he's like. Yeah, I assume he's like getting ready. He's I think he's on the phone with somebody. We can almost talking to like somebody. obviously in all I know Damon, we gotta get going. In all in all But first <laughs> in in all art, right? Like every decision is deliberate, like every frame of film, every this. But in a film, you could at least plausibly make the excuse of like, well, the actor turned in a way we didn't expect and we just went with the that was just what happened in the moment. Yeah. But in a comic book, like they chose to draw this. Yeah. Like that's a decision they made. Six degrees of separation. Uh, ben Affleck is Batman. Yeah. Ben Affleck's penis is in Gone Girl. Yeah. That's true. That's a very good point. Anyway. Sort of. Anyway. Thanks for tuning in to That was only two degrees, degrees of separation. <laughs> yeah. Pete yeah. Scoop. What do you say, Sam? That was only two degrees of separation. Actually, you're right. You're right. Nailed it. Yep. Uh, Red Dead Online. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> Whoops. 
Will there be penises so, in it? Yeah. I don't know. Time for DeLorean, maybe yeah. two years. Yeah. That's true. I do wonder how weird, like, because is it is it heists? Like, you know, like what what is the thing that you picture? From? GTA Online keeps introducing new tech and new like every new expansion that comes out. There's new motorcycles and new ways to trick out your car. And like, maybe I'm just being a little short sighted because Rockstar is one of the most talented game developers in the world. Maybe they do have a steady pipeline of like mm -hmm. Western themed content, but like. You can't trick out your horse or like your sure you cabin can. in the they same could, armor. They <laughs> could go wild, yeah. wild west and have a robot horse and then a robot wow, spider wild yeah. wild and then robots other. You could like dye its hair like cool like rainbow mane. Or they could do go yeah rainbows. They yeah. could go cowboys versus aliens. Yeah. Ooh. I just, maybe I'm being a little short sighted. I don't see how they have five years Sorry. of content to support cowboys this. and aliens. <laughs> that's like, that's the actual name yeah. of the movie. Really? Yeah. Because it's, it's a play on cowboys and Indians, right? Oh, uh, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, that's I right. know, that's like yeah. stupid, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. really dumb. Uh, allow Rockstar to explain, Andrew. Oh, Red Dead you. Online will take elements of the original Red Dead Redemption's multiplayer mm -hmm. much further and combine that with everything we've learned in the years since then with our favorite elements from Grand Theft Auto Online. Is it clear to you now? Oh, it's super clear. Red that's Dead that's Redemption's multiplayer, wow. <laughs> it's a deep cut. Yeah. I know. Like a lot of that. But people liked that back in the day, and that's like... Eight years old now? I don't even think... Well, I mean, like, so here's the thing. When I think of Undead Nightmare, I have a lot of faith in what they could do with this because, like, I, I don't think I would have seen that coming for the original Red Dead. Yeah. So, like, for online, surely they have a million cool, weird ideas. And they're not, like... They're a company that is not precious about... Like, they will definitely get weird and supernatural and do whatever yeah. the hell they want with it. But it has to be to make people, you know, spend money. Um, you know, if you're going to play Red Dead Online for years, they want you every once in a while buying more Wild West bucks or whatever it is. And so you need to have some sort of permanent thing. Like, some reason, like, whether it's a hideout or an upgradable something or, like, you know, a reason that you're spending that money on, like, the supercars and jets and stuff in GTA. And I'm having a hard time, like, just visualizing what that's going to be. Yeah. It'd be great if the funny money in the game was U.S. dollars, but you know, yeah, yeah. what they were worth at the time. <laughs> so you're paying a hundred <laughs> real dollars, yeah. Yeah. like fifty wild, yeah. <laughs> fifty dollars, <laughs> or, uh, or like fifty cents, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fifty cents sterling. Uh, the initial <laughs> launch period will be considered a public beta. Ooh. It's launching into beta. Mm. Maybe that's just to cover their asses in case things do go <laughs> yeah. sideways. Yeah. Well, I, when I was uh, rolling my eyes a little earlier, they said that they're taking a month to make sure that they get the kinks ironed out, and that's not why it's launching alongside the game. Mm. But um, I think it's to stop people from trading in the game. Uh, well, could yeah. be. There's that, too. I mean, I don't... When you look at GTA Online, or even just GTA Five in general, like, it's, I, like, I don't know how Red Dead compares to GTA. I would mm. assume... Like, whenever we eventually get GTA 6, I think interest there is just higher by default than Red Dead, I think. I'd say it's twice as much. But, like, I, so that's the thing, right? Like, I, I wonder what the legs are in this game. I would assume they'll support it just as well and, and people will be into it. But, like, it, it never even, I don't think about people buying these games and trading them in, I guess. Like, I know it happens, obviously, but people have just supported GTA for so long that it almost feels like it's, like, blasphemy to think of that. Maybe, yeah. that's, maybe that's how it sold many copies. Sold many copies. It's like, dang, I traded in. I got to buy another <laughs> copy. back, yeah. I did it again. <laughs> um, GTA Online is extremely impressive. I talked. I yeah. remember I talked about it on Scoop last year. Yeah. It's like it's like they made GTA 6 inside of GTA 5. Yeah. And so if they do that with Red Dead, that's very exciting. And given that it's one of the – Redemption had one of the best DLC packs of all time, like you were saying. Yeah. You know, If they sort of take that ethos into online instead, like that's super cool. Yeah. I do – I guess we're done with the era of, of – Single player DLCs from Rockstar, it seems like. Well, like I think they'll just lean harder and harder into online. It's interesting. I, I really hope we get an Undead Nightmare thing. Me too. Yes. Oh my gosh. That was so I, I do think that's the best DLC pack ever. Yeah, I 100% so agree. So smart. Yeah. And then it ended up being a standalone too. Yeah, that's true. 
Josh Needleman, senior producer at Rockstar's San Diego office, says we feel Grand Theft Auto Online really only found its feet creatively with heists, mm -hmm. which came sometime after They're, launch, right? Yeah, yeah I promise. I think they hit a year later. Yeah. Our aim this time is to get there a bit quicker, but still be responsive to what people enjoy playing and evolve as we go. Of course, anyone who purchases Red Dead Redemption 2 will get access to Red Dead Online. Uh, it uses the world and gameplay mechanics of Red Dead 2 as a jumping off point for a new world of cowboys and cowgirls and outlaws that combines multiplayer and cooperative gameplay and narrative components in a huge open world. Got a train heist sounds so cool. Yeah. Like, I'm just so in immediately. Yeah. I just, cool. want, I want, I just want to conduct the train. <laughs> I just want to be the train boy. Just the train sim. Yeah. Uh, Where are you guys going? I'm a human. <laughs> I swear it. <laughs> Hop on, everybody. Uh, Rockstar also says playing for the story and getting to know the controls and mechanics of the game is the best way to get ready for playing inside Red Dead Online. So mm -hmm. that's another excuse for why. Fair enough. Online's not there at launch, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure so it's gonna be all that fun stuff that will be fun in multiplayer. I'm looking forward to more in single player. So yeah, yeah. I hope they just have a great you know single player game for me to enjoy with train heists. I think they will because I don't want to do that with other people. <laughs> I liked Red Dead's multiplayer. I spent a lot of time. With I don't remember yeah. what is people, it. It was just like fairly traditional. Like I just I mean, played it was kind of like deathmatch, but yeah. everyone's just had on a horse. Right? I did team based deathmatch mostly in that. game. I don't know if I ever touched the multiplayer in that game. Crazy. It, they use the open world though, right? Yeah. It's not like they like built. Maps. They had it was the same as GTA Five, where they took elements of the open world and turned them into arenas that you couldn't bound. You can't out leave out of them. them. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Cool. All right. Red Dead Redemption Two is out October twenty seventh. So soon. Well, yeah. a little over a month now, but yeah, it's closing in. <laughs> Let's talk about Nintendo Switch Online. Okay. Who's gotten a chance to take it for a spin? I did. Yeah. I don't. And I thought we were going to start a family plan. Yeah. <laughs> well, you had a seven-day free trial, so. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, we have seven. Then they charge you after that, so you got to cancel. Well, I played Zelda, the Famicom version, this morning. Yep. It's, with the better music, which yeah, has better music. Yeah, that's what Pear was all geeking out over. I mean, me all were. I can't just blame it on Pear, but the they're not identical, right? The mm -hmm. Famicom has that nicer. Yeah, it's sound from chip. the disc system. Yeah, and Altano was saying it was like had a lot more storage for music, and it sounds really good. And you can put like if you have a Japanese account, you can have both icons just available to you basically. So you can have the NES library that you play and the Famicom library like super easily available, which I think is yeah. cool. Yeah, and then cloud saves are, are great. So Zelda music yeah. and cloud saves—that's basically it. <laughs> that's well, the only reason I'm signing up. Like, you, it's cloud save. Yeah. Uh, seriously, if you haven't ever heard it, you should look up the soundtrack to the uh, Famicom disc sy system of Legend of Zelda because the music sounds closer to like 16-bit. Than, than an yeah, NES. It's this game weird is. parallel, yeah. like as someone cool. that grew up with the NES, it's like it's not crazy high fidelity, but, no, but just it's, like it's a, definitely a difference. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And the reason it was on disc system, that and Metroid and Kid Icarus, yep. uh, were all in the disc system, so you could save your game. That was the only reason they were on there. And but the disc system had its advantages; it had better music. But then when we got those games here, they had no problem just putting them on a disc with a password. In some cases, and then Zelda, a battery save. Yeah. So it's just kind of funny that they invented a disc system to do one thing, save a game, make it a little bit better. And then here, they're just like, well, let's put it in the cartridge. Yeah. There it's were just other... such a, why two different approaches? That is really weird. There were other benefits, because you could you know, write games to a disc. Yeah, you could so just you take, could take, them take to your store, yellow disc to a gas station and write it in. 
Like so that's amazing. Cool. I that's think it's incredible. Yeah. yeah. And they're doing this in like 1985 in Japan. It's crazy. Yeah. And they're they're not like they're floppy disks technically, but they're not. They're like big thick yellow disks. Yeah. And there's a little discoon guy that's their <laughs> the mascot. mascot. Yeah. And like you never see, I guess he's in Smash Brothers or she is in Smash Brothers now. And then if you go to Super Potato in Tokyo, there's just piles yeah, of there's so many yeah. disk systems uh, lying around. They're like 50 bucks or something to buy. So pretty cool. <laughs> anyway, uh, Nintendo Switch Online uh, does provide access to a limited library of old NES slash Famicom games. Which does not overlap with the classic. Uh, well, there's some overlap. Oh, uh, sorry. It's not one-to-one with the classic. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got pro wrestling. Fewer, uh, fewer games than the classic. Uh, <laughs> only 20 games right now. But they're going to... More every month, right? Yeah. Or they like, rotate? But it's like three more every month. Yeah. One detail that I wasn't aware of until this launched, maybe it was announced and maybe it wasn't, was that you can't play online with strangers, only friends. Yeah. Only friends, yeah. And so that's, Which is pretty Nintendo. Yeah, um, that's. A, I mean, I, I get it in that Nintendo way, but yeah. that's definitely a bummer, right? Like, that kills my motivation. Like, I would occasionally play, you know, Balloon Fight against a rando, but, like, I don't want to pay, you know, now just to play against you, Damon. <laughs> Alrighty, I can Boring. play you against Balloon Fight anytime I want. Yeah, that's true. We every day at noon. Every day at noon. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Balloon at noon. Uh, and then you get, you know, to play your games online, just regular Switch games online, and then you get cloud saves for certain games. Do you think, um, I think it was Kotaku or someone talking about how the online should have been for only games coming out moving forward, because now mm. it's so sad. Yeah. The people got to play Splatoon for months and months yeah. and months, and now, Sorry. They, now yeah. they're having it taken away from them, right? Yeah. Like, paying for online for, like, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but it is the standard, right? Like, that's PlayStation, that's mm. Xbox, and now Nintendo mm. is caught up to the standard. But since they gave someone way more than like a taste of free online, it starts to feel a little bit worse that now it's being taken away. I know the, the optimistic view of that is like they got to play it for free for so much longer than they thought they but would. That's what, if it were only a month and then online were coming, like fine. Yeah. Since yeah. it was months and months and months. Well over a year. Yeah. I feel less worried about it because from the very beginning they said this is happening at least. So it wasn't like a surprise. But I do like I totally like it is really weird to think that there are people who are like pro level Splatoon 2 players who have put dozens and dozens if not hundreds of hours into that that now like suddenly have to pay or they just can't access that well there's all those sad what do they call the messages the little picto messages oh um, yeah everyone's leaving all these sad messages that's like i'm gonna miss you all i can't afford to pay for online like that's sad yeah yeah it's crazy that's too bad uh you also get access to the nes controllers to purchase yeah You're, although it's very confusing on how you do that yeah but can you get the famicom ones no. Ooh, good question. You can, if you, whatever your primary account is, I think you can get it on that. Okay. So I think if you paid the fee again, you probably could. Because they're beautiful. Yeah. They're so cool. And I think they're accurate because, like, the second player controller in the Famicom doesn't have select and start buttons. or uh, One has a speaker button. and one yeah. has the, the buttons. I just, I, I want them as the novelty to have them, mm-hmm. but I can't imagine ever using them to play. There'll be a second. Yeah. There'll be a secondhand market for those. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to pay for Nintendo Online. I've made my decision yeah. here on the show. See, I mean, do it for cloud saves, dude. Like, yeah. do it so you don't oh, lose yeah. your. You can saves. entirely lose your saves right now. Like, yeah. Nintendo can't restore them. Yeah, it's very stressful. So it's like that. The only the thing that because I was going to wait. And it's happened to people here. Yeah, it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Back them up on an SD card. No, something. No, you that's really, the problem. <laughs> like, I was really considering waiting till 2019 to sign up because there are no online games I'm going to play on Switch this fall. But I'm like, you know what, like. I'm doing it right now just for the cloud saves. Yeah, I'm like I have 460 Koroks in. Come on. Yeah. I it's had like, all of them. So I don't really pay I don't really play games online anymore, but given that Xbox Live Gold and PS Plus give you these other benefits, then I feel okay as a consumer about paying for that service once a year. But Nintendo Online, the NES games don't quite stack up to the same degree. But it's also a third of the price. Yeah. 
Yeah. Unless know. you can join a family plan. Yeah. Like our our eight friends people. able to join it. Like they're not like checking to see if it's actually people? your family. I consider you guys my family. How do they check that if it's your family? Well, I'm, yeah. I'm just thinking like it's just like, ne- it's just like Netflix. They yeah. don't check. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And in this at least they, they do charge you more though. Yeah. Well, be, but it's cheaper mm-hmm. than if everyone got their own plan. Exactly. If you split eight ways, it's like nothing. Yeah, it's great. It's like four bucks a person. Yeah. All right. So no, for it's me, way less than that. No, because it's thirty-five. Oh, because okay. Sorry, sorry. You know, I've talked many times. I'm ninety-five to ninety-eight percent a single-player gamer. So for me, access to Nintendo's classic games library is the real appeal. But at launch, the, it's not really, the, the library is pretty lackluster. Yeah. It's unclear whether they'll also like get to forty or fifty games and then just wipe those out and do another yep. forty. Like yeah. I don't think they're going to build a library. You don't think so? I don't know. I mean, yeah. But like they didn't do that for the Wii U. It just all. makes me a little sad thinking of not that I really took enough advantage of it, but Virtual Console yeah, was well, getting I so agree. robust, and it's like it's such a sad Ennui. replacement for yeah. it. Well, I yeah. never took advantage of it either, but now I totally miss it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if anybody's, I mean, no, because it just launched, but I can't wait to see the deep dive on just the emulation quality. Um, like the the Wii's was uh, renowned for being some of the best, most accurate emulation of all time. And the Wii U in some ways was a step backwards. And I haven't heard anything about the Switch. So yet. people have yeah, already we'll figured it out. out. They've already figured out point. it's the same emulator as the NES Classic. Mm. No way. Yeah. It's exactly. That's really funny. So it's like, well... Like, why was it delayed for so long? Yeah, they already had the emulator. Like, well, the online is difficult. <laughs> there is the online component, but it, I mean, it's like, and, and it's was been that two worth years? It, since right? The, Could you yeah. just played with your friend with another yeah, controller? Exactly. It is really crazy that we're what eighteen months into the life of that system, yeah. and we just got online. That is really crazy. I really do want to try River City Ransom online though, because that requires yeah. precision timing and all kinds of stuff that you need to play with a friend co-op, and that's the only game on there that really pushes that limit. Well, Yoshi does too. You could play at like 12.30 every day, I guess. Yoshi's not good, though. Damon's a big fan of Yoshi, everybody. I played Yoshi for the first time last night, and I was unimpressed. But get this. He loves Yoshi's Cookie. I do like like Yoshi's Yoshi's Cookie. cookie. Yeah. Well, they're basically the same game. They're totally different. What's different? (laughs) Don't say cookies. They have different puzzle mechanics. Yeah, it's a different game. Uh, Wario's Woods. Well, all of those games came out the same time, and they're all like, we got to do more... Dr. Mario's, you know? Yeah. I don't think any of them got to the level of Dr. Mario's. Mario's was pretty bad. I, 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 I say Yoshi's Cookie, probably Yoshi, and then Mario's Woods. Mario's, Mario's Woods, Woods is, is very awkward. It's really difficult. So I've to kind of wrap your, your brain around but it. Yeah, you should. Is Wario's Woods on uh, NES Classic? No. Definitely. So. But it was on NES, and it came out in 1994. Yep. Yeah, it's late. And has an ESRB rating. Oh, my rating. God. That's crazy. That's it's so also, late. It's yeah. really weird to see those characters ESRB. on NES, like yep. Yoshi, Yoshi. And, and Wario. It's like, mm-hmm. what are you doing on the NES? Yeah. That is really weird. Yoshi's also in Mario's Time Machine and Mario's Missing. And it's just always the models like, how do we cram this thing in here? Yeah. It doesn't work. Nope. Anyway, not super impressed with the initial uh, Nintendo Switch online offering. Hopefully it can improve in the future. Uh, but what about the PlayStation Classic? Super cool. Where did they get that name? Yeah. <laughs> do you think? First off, how did they not even change the name? Come on. Well, I mean, so they. Like, so I, like, well, I was telling Damon today the, they didn't have to, yeah. and it works really well. Yeah. I, I, I kind of respect to. it because it's like they know they know that's the comparison, right? Yeah. They know I mean, every yeah. gamer and every press outlet and every podcast on earth is going to make that comparison. So why even try to lean away from it? Yeah. Just lean. But into I like it. the way like, Sean Layden from uh, PlayStation this morning tweeted out, "Like here's something we've been working on." It's like, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big secret you guys have been working on. Okay. Don't you think they went to legal and they're like, 
uh, do you think we can just call it the classic? They're like, we'll check. And they're like, yeah, you can't trademark the term classic. And then their eyes just went really wide. Yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> what do you think? Well, with the alternate name have been like, uh, it the classic is the best name it's for funny it. It's that just we, so shameless. We call the NES classic the mini a lot. Yeah. Or NES mini. mini and stuff. Yeah. Nobody ever ended up using that term. So yeah. they could have gone with that. Yeah. yeah. But there's all kinds of stuff they could have gone with. I just think it's funny. They're just like, well, this, people just assume it's the same series. I think like, it's, people outside of. Yeah. Game Scoop World yeah. uh, don't really know who oh, makes for sure. what. Like Nintendo had a huge hump to overcome to try to convince people that their mini console was different than the knockoffs sold in the mall kiosks. Yeah, mm-hmm. which were they're so ubiquitous. Like those were just around forever. And so it's I, I actually kind of like I, I pre-ordered a PlayStation Classic because I sort of like this weird collection of boutique consoles. <laughs> now it's just these like I tiny love the minis. I think they're yeah. great, but I don't open them. <laughs> but I would, so, I want to play the PlayStation one because I don't I know that's I don't like play a any blind spot games. for you, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty cool. Here's what we know so far. It'll have 20 games, five games revealed so far. Final Fantasy VII, again. Mm-hmm. Second three, Wild Arms, mm-hmm. which I've never played. That's like a I looked it up today. It's a 2D-ish RPG, a lot of like you know, Super JRPG. Nintendo era JRPG elements. But then you go into battle and it's kind of like this really janky looking now 3D. Jumping Flash, which was a launch title for the PlayStation, I believe. So okay, be that game is really graphics. cool. You're a jumping rabbit robot, but as Damon described it, you really pull out of the ground. In you, it. Jump well, you jump way, so you jump way, really way high. Up. So it's so using it was like a 3D showcase of the 3D graphics at the time. Mm-hmm. But, I, but it uh, looks really primitive, but playable, like Mario 64. Like no one, like Jumping Flash is interesting as a historical artifact. No one's asking to play that game in 2018. We gave it like a 7.8 or an 8.4. Back then. Something in the yeah. 8s. You can do yeah. whatever you wanted back no, then. No, I know, I know. <laughs> Uh, Ridge Racer Type 4 is the fifth game that has been announced so far, which I was impressed with how well, it, how smoothly oh, it ran. Well, because I was watching Jump, what's it called? Jump Force? Jumping Flash. Jumping Flash. And, and then uh, I was like, Jump I was Force like oh, wow. Game. Yes. <laughs> Jumping Flash. And I was like, this is this is pretty okay 3D. And I was like, oh, the PlayStation wasn't great at 3D its whole lifespan. It started pretty rough. And then you go to Ridge Racer yeah, from 1999, and it's like higher resolution, which I don't even get. I don't even get it, but the PlayStation could do that. It could do a higher resolution, and it looks like a PS2 game. It's it looks a, amazing. Ridge Racer yeah. Type 4 is uh, renowned for, like, it was a late-ish PS1 game, and just the stuff that it was pulling off on a technical standpoint, it was, like, on another level. Still looks ancient now, but it, it, it's <laughs> yeah. really impressive if you kind of know that era and what it's supposed to look like. And Mark Ryan Salee... Uh, a uh, longtime IGN uh, uh, racing fan here says racing games were only good on the PlayStation One. Wow! <laughs> but I wonder Bold. if we're gonna get. And he, he said that was like one of the best. A of noted them. curmudgeon yeah. about video games. But yeah. isn't that amazing? Yeah. Racing games were only fun on the PlayStation <laughs> One. It's been all downhill since. Yeah, Crash Team Racing on that platform. Uh, that has to be in here. I, I wonder if we're gonna get Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo uh, is a pretty solid. Uh, why bet. didn't they just announce all the games? It's like it's so. Well, why don't they just make it a racing pack? Because they yeah. also they maybe are still trying to line up some third. Yeah, that's games. what I think it must that's be. That's why uh, the don't limit it to twenty. What a gamble of like we only have seventeen <laughs> games, but we can't wait to announce this mini console anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's why uh, there's a couple of comments that Frank Cifaldi made about this today that I thought were really smart. Yeah. Uh, one of them. One of them is that he noted that he just rewatched all of Deadwood. Uh, and he didn't have to like buy an HBO mini to do it, right? Yeah. He's just able to watch these old TV shows, and video games are the only medium where they make you buy this $100 new console to play these old games, and everyone's like excited about it. Yeah. Okay, but the controller matters. And the fact that the controller is a reproduction and should feel just like the original controller well, should yeah. hearten you, your that's investment. That's another issue. Yeah. 
Whereas it's the original PlayStation controller. That's what I described it as like a monkey's paw wish granting scenario on uh, social media today where it's like we we got the PlayStation Mini, but it doesn't have a dual analog controller. It has, which it's a pain. It's annoying to not have the dual analog. But the the D-pad, PlayStation D-pads are horrible. They're notoriously bad. They're they're still bad to this day. The thing, it also doesn't come with an AC adapter, which is really weird for a hundred bucks. It doesn't bother me, but I get it. What we have out to Sony, what we're asking Sony. batteries? I don't know. They haven't said. I'm assuming it's just... USB mini. It's probably the same plug as your PS4 controller. USB can, uh, some USB ports can provide So they're power. thinking you'll just plug it into like your PS4? Your TV, probably. Weird, okay. So my thing with it, and we, we ask these questions to Sony, the right, way whatever. they can, yeah, the way they can differentiate themselves and fix a lot of these problems would be maybe you can literally plug a PS4 controller into it and use that as the dual analog option. Mm. Um, I can totally see them doing something like that to it's make it more power draw though. part of, I mean, maybe, but the other, our other big thing with it is like, are they going to like, are they putting trophies in these things? Can this thing connect online? Today, like, yeah. I'm really curious about what the actual, like... That would be really smart, because there was some sort of included achievement system in the SNES Classic. Yeah, right? exactly. It's, it's just but like an internal Would you have to log into one. your PlayStation Wait, account? There is? I mean, maybe. Yeah, there's something like you get, like... It. You can't do that without analog your completion speed. for all the games and everything. <laughs> really? Yeah, some sort of internal what? system, yeah. Where? Where? I, think, I think you... Don't you unlock... Experts. You have to play. Yeah. Some. Are you talking about the SNES Classic, the original Star Fox to unlock? Yeah, Star yeah. Fox. You have to unlock Star Fox. Yeah. Yeah. You have to beat yeah. the first boss of Star Fox. But there's nothing outside of that, is there? I think there's some sort I of like tracking it, system that tracks how much thing. you've completed each game. Yeah. Really? Pretty um, sure. It's not online though. No. Yeah. yeah. Just and I do think it would especially be cool. Hey. I, I don't think they'll do this, but it would be especially cool if you connect it online and it lets you have DLC, like get a 21st game. People get real trophies for this thing. Yeah. They'll go crazy, dude. People. Will absolutely buy this. Yeah, I, 100%. You know, that would help. Yeah. It, there's buttons on the console again. Yeah. It, it, I, I'm pretty sure I saw it today that one of them is the reset button. The open, it's the open, open disc tray button. button. Like, yeah. switches, it doesn't actually switches open disc. Which is yeah. like the biggest the complaint lid? about the, SN, or the NES classics is that you always have to like get reached to the tiny little system. and You can't reset button. it with, uh, with the actual. No. no. You can't there's no like But, but hopefully they'll build that in yeah. software in this. It's just, it was, yeah. Nintendo was really stubborn on that. Yeah. And like to switch games or whatever, you have to like. Touch the little systems. Recently. I hope the lid flips open yeah, for no reason. Cool. That'd be cool. They didn't so, show that today, so we've sort of you glossed over the hundred dollar thing. Yeah. That's that is more than the SNES and they're getting the more NES. and more. They're yeah. getting more and more yeah. expensive. Like a hundred dollars, that is, is really expensive. Yeah, like I mean, everyone's threshold's different based off their own you know household income. But like for me, that's outside of the range of like I can just get it because it looks neat. And it's two, yeah. two of those is a PS4 because you can get used PS4s for under two hundred bucks. Well, I mean, isn't well, a, a base model, new PS4, like two fifty. Yeah, no? it's also yeah, like new, yeah. not not to sing the Vita song that I'm the only one who still sings, but like you get a refurbished Vita for yeah. way less than that right now, <laughs> and have access to the entire library. All right, of PS1. cut them off, cut the <laughs> mic, cut the mic. True, it's that true. gives you immediate access to. You could probably buy the five games that were announced today and a Vita as PlayStation One classics, and just have it today for less money. The flip yeah. side is five dollars per game. It's not bad. Yeah, that's comparable to the SNES Classic. Oh, for sure. Well, but, but what are the games? Like that's yeah, yeah, the thing. Like yeah, if the games are true. bad, then yeah. Uh, like we're already we're already off to a weird. Did you guys start. see the box? Yeah, that's I think the box. Awesome. Is cool. Yeah, I think the box is. When great. everything about miniaturizing this hardware and keeping the old packaging is like so, I so nerd out over it. Yeah. I love it so. I much. agree with that. When one of their leadoff games is Jumping Flash, though, it's yeah. like SNES Classic is a collection. It's the greatest game collection ever made. Do you guys remember the iteration of the PlayStation that was small? Yeah, the PS One. Yeah, uh, so PS1. Yeah. cool. Yeah. I think that's. Did you guys notice great. the marketing of this also has the same pictures that the uh, that the NES Classic had originally? And one of them is it's like in a, a, a lady's <laughs> hand. Yeah, 
And it's just the exact thing. Yep. I mean, you know, I mean, how else do you show off its size, right? It's just such yeah. a crazy arms race because now oh, when yeah, the dude, when the Mega Drive with really tiny hands, <laughs> like they just have a full size model. Like, that just looks like a PlayStation. <laughs> um, I do think that there uh, there's going to be this weird arms race where after the Mega Drive and Genesis Classic comes out, they're going to make the Dreamcast Mini, and then we're going to get the N64. Like it's so think of all the arms. Just, history is just repeating itself. It's yeah. so weird. But the, everyone's are they going in or, Yeah, they've gone in order so yeah, far. Everyone's so entertainment weird. center is going to be horrible. Yeah. Well, they announced the Sega Genesis like Mini, I think that one's yeah. called. But that one just got delayed until next year. Yeah. And we have the Neo Geo Mini here in the office, and that one actually looks pretty cool. We even have mini arcade machines. Cool. <laughs> well, I mean, it seems it to be, be a cool... Play. It's at least a cool collection of games. There's 40 games on there. Uh, and the irony is that a lot yeah. of those arcade games have aged better than some of these 3D early 3D PlayStation games, I yeah. think. The, uh, the the analog sticks to jump back to that for a second. Besides just being you know annoying because I don't you know I don't think anybody actually likes or prefers the D pad on the PS One. Um, it makes certain games like Ape Escape I think literally impossible to play. Like there's games that required the dual analog stick, and even a game like Gran Turismo. Like obviously you want analog control over your car, right? Like to have to go back to digital control. It's not great. It's so. To have games from late in the life cycle of the PlayStation is especially weird to not include analog because it's yeah. like that's that's not even a nostalgia thing at that point. No one played them this way. It's really strange. So. It's it's like kind of a mean meme now, but it's it is crazy whenever Sony does something that Nintendo exactly did, like the the Wii uh, controllers and the Move controllers and like stuff like that. It is funny, but we were talking about today the other the other instances of that, and like frankly, like Nintendo didn't have a disc-based medium first. Sony did. Yeah. That was like the biggest deal at the time. There's just like stuff like that. So I've been seeing a lot of kind of unfair stuff today yeah. and uh, everybody takes from each other. But this one, it, just the fact that it's the name and everything, it Sony deserves a little bit of ribbing for this, even though we're all very excited for it. Yeah. Nintendo could have had the disc-based medium first. They okay. could have. Yeah. But oh, they, they got that prototype working finally. Nintendo right? PlayStation. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> forgot I, about that. I was hovering over the pre-order button, and then uh, oh, the controller. I... Because of the controller, I decided not to. I did it for now. I'm not. I think I'm going to keep I'm my. Just order, waiting to see what the what other games. Like if yeah. Einhander's in there, I don't yeah. think Einhander oh. will be in there. But if it is, I'm like, okay, this it, is the only way to play Einhander today. It is so funny because I'm now getting almost to Altano levels with Mario Brothers with Final Fantasy VII because I've purchased Final Fantasy VII so many times already and I'm going to buy it again on Switch very soon. Like, then I'll buy the remake. Like, I'm to the point where that's I will have gotten that, that game like 10 times. That's another one that Sam hasn't played. So yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'd want to play that. I think the, the fact think that it's on Switch place. is like the coolest thing. Yeah. What, if they get, what if they have Chrono Cross? That'd be cool. Yeah. I'm interested in Chrono Cross. They got to have one interesting like thing that Nintendo nailed with the SNES is you have to have one game or two games that just can't, like Star Fox 2, right? Like you got to have the thing yeah. that was yeah. that did never re released. They didn't do that for NES, though. Yeah. Like Final Fantasy VII's on Steam, right? So yeah. it's neat to have it in this form factor and with the controller. Like I understand all that nostalgia, but if you can have a game that uh, this $100 package is like the spot you have to play it. Guys, yeah. can you imagine 25 years from now, we'll have the Final Fantasy VII remake on its own tiny PS5? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, nuts. There'll be a PS5 mini. <clears throat> They'll re-release the Switch. Yep. Uh, another comment that uh, Frank Cifaldi made about this that's a little bit cynical, but I thought it was... A, Frank Scoop. I know. I thought it was uh, pretty telling is that the libraries, the game libraries for these classic systems are decided by lawyers. Yeah. yeah. Right? There's definitely. like so many licensing issues. Like you mentioned Gran Turismo. Yeah, that would right. seem like a perfect oh, fit, man. but... 
What they have to re- renegotiate all all those car manufacturers? Well, and add licensed music. It was full exactly. of like ninety so, tunes. Yeah. So Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Well, I don't know what they're gonna do about that. Even yeah. then, like Wipeout XL, yeah. they got to go back to all these like techno producers. Chemical Brothers. Yeah. I know yeah, I it know. is really yeah, probably. If you're right that they're still in the middle of negotiating these, like like they're like chasing it before the release date, they definitely have a library of just like sad first party backups, like yeah. like things that just like no one. It's like I think it'll have. Uh, IQ, Intelligent Cube. Yep. Yeah. Siphon, that's actually Siphon pretty, Filter's pretty good. good. Yeah. Siphon, Siphon Filter's a good bet, which is yeah. actually, actually pretty cool. What, was, what about Parappa? Colony Wars? Dude, if this, if this has Colony Wars. Got Colony Wars. <laughs> uh, that's what, like a sort of space battle sim. Can Parappa work without the analogs? Yeah. It's a pra- they can totally have Parappa the Rapper. They should have. But it, probably Unjammer Lammy for that. It, it's yeah. funny because like they I don't like need... It's weird because like it wouldn't make sense to put Resident Evil 2 or Crash or Spyro on this because we just got those new versions of those games. Yeah, exactly. Maybe a little less Resident Evil, but... And then... Yeah, Metal Gear Solid. Symphony. I, we were talking about yeah, this Symphony, earlier Symphony. in the office. I think you can play it without the analog sticks, but then there's like there's big features about in the Rumble. game with vibe with Rumble. In what game? In Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid. I don't think it literally requires it. But there's features that use it, and then there's yeah. like uh, features in the game that use your memory card. Was like, I, was Metal Gear Solid even out before DualShock? Happened? I don't think so. I think it was later. Mm-hmm. So it was like yeah, about launching yeah. DualShock, like right then. Yeah, there's it was a distinction. tape that launched it. Oh, okay. There's games that are like DualShock uh, shock optimized, and games that literally require it to play. And so mm-hmm. games like Ape Escape are out. PlayStation's mm-hmm. so funny. And then they did this whole thing again with Six Axis when PS3 came out. They're just like so funny with controllers and um, tying things in too closely. The Xbox had a pretty good burn Uh-oh. on social media today, Uh-oh. where I think it was like the Xbox UK Twitter account tweeted like, "Hey, did you know you can play 500 classic games on your Xbox One for free right?" <laughs> now and i'm like that's actually a super good point like yeah. they're not trying to granted the xbox uh library of consoles doesn't go back as far sure but they're not trying to read they're doing the exact opposite but instead of trying back. to sell you but the xbox is so again. big <laughs> <laughs> that's why you ever tried to hold it in one hand yeah. i just like they've quietly like i'm sure they're probably a little frustrated today that they quietly have the absolute best backwards compatibility in the entire business now and then everyone's losing their mind over giving paying a hundred dollars to pay these twenty dollar games again pay these play these 20 games again i just feel crazy because i bought so many of these ps1 classics to yeah. replay within the last five years and so it's so funny that i'm now going to spend another hundred dollars to repurchase the literal same version xbox is just they're, they're just bummed because they have to wait for the dreamcast the gamecube yeah. the ps2 minis to come out before to they be part of it out. yeah if they get yeah, they want to on there i'll buy it other good candidates uh that would be really good i've never played those symphony of the night yeah. i feel like it's just got to have that one breath of fire <laughs> Uh, Final Fantasy Nine, not the original Breath of Fire, no, four, with, I yeah. think. But uh, Final the, Fantasy Nine. There's some Dragon. One Quest thing that's really cool PS, about PS, Dragon yeah. Quest Five is supposed to be really good. Yeah, that that whole market can like benefit from this. Like with with the SNES Classic, they put games like Earthbound in there that are two hundred and fifty dollars to buy a yeah. cart, and then suddenly it was accessible, and that made the price more attractive. And so, like, I think with this. On top of what you were saying for like unreleased stuff, Rare. I think also something like Sweet in Two that's like five hundred dollars to buy, well, you could just put it came in this. Out on PS3. That's even, true, but even yeah. so, that's not PS4. Like, yeah. What's the um? What's the rabbit vib vib ribbon? Vib ribbon. Yeah, vib ribbon. And that was like a Japan only game. And so they could do yeah, something. I was gonna yeah. say yeah. those kind of importy games yeah. would be really cool. Yeah. yeah. But then again, like the, our list is already over twenty, so it's like, why did they say? T- I just wish it was fifty. I, it, there, there's like something weird about this. Like there's something weird about not announcing the games that I can't put my finger on. Um, I'll get to the bottom of it. One thing that might Scoop. be kind of cute and fun to include is the Spider-Man game for uh, PlayStation. Yeah. It's yeah. just called Spider-Man, yeah. and that'd be kind of a Did fun Did Activision one. make it? Probably. Surely we're never going to see that game again. Well, yeah, I guess maybe. Yeah. But again, Especially from about. Sony, yeah. But it would be a cool inclusion. Yeah, I agree, I agree. 
GameScoop is sponsored by Gamefly, the best way to buy and rent your favorite games. Gamefly.com gives you access to 9,000 titles, which are mailed directly to your door. For one monthly fee, you can play the latest and greatest games for as long as you want with no late fees or due dates ever. When you get tired of a game, all you have to do is mail it back and they'll send you the next title on your list. Today, every Scoop listener gets access to a free premium 30-day trial by going to Gamefly.com scoop. That premium trial lets you rent two titles at the same time and you get it by going to Gamefly.com S-C-O-O-P. Gamefly.com scoop. Check it out. Let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. listeners, remember you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Matt in Dallas, Texas did. <gasps> I lived there for a while. He says, have y'all ever read any video game tie-in novels or expanded universe novels? If so, which ones? And do you have any favorites? I recently just finished the prequel novel to Insomniac's Spider-Man and really enjoyed it. I've also read many of the Warcraft and Halo novels. I know there is a perception, and maybe rightfully so in some cases, that video game novels are garbage, but I honestly love them and consider them a guilty pleasure. They may not be found on anyone's greatest list of novels ever written, but I love spending more time in these worlds and learning more about the backstory or lore. Interested to hear y'all's thoughts. Sam has been reading the Witcher novels. Those aren't tie-ins, aren't they? <laughs> or the game is the tie-in to the novels? Oh, don't yeah. let the author hear you. Like, I, mean, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. So they, the they, were, they were written <laughs> way before, and they were like way before, like books, how long? Like before? early '90s. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah, and so uh, they were only translated 2014, 2015 to English. So uh, the when The Witcher Three came out and stuff, you could have read the books and stuff like that by that time. Mm-hmm. And I'm on the second book of the trilogy about The Witcher, and it's really about Ciri and Yennefer and the characters that you know from the game, and that is appealing to me. I did think that was cool. Now they're they're not amazing fantasy books. They're nowhere near uh, Game of Thrones or or something like that. But um, you know they're palatable, and it does do that exact thing though. I like reading more about the universe, which I already liked in the game. And I've also read other video game tie-in books such as i read a mass effect one wow, and me too. i blogged about it because it, back when we had ign blogs this was a long time ago uh, because it has an, a full page long elevator scene yeah. <laughs> and i thought that was just that's i so, just thought that was the so funniest clever, yeah. thing at the time what was I mean, his name i don't Drew, even want to go into explaining that joke but it's funny yes yeah he wrote a bunch of like like he did a lot of that stuff uh i used as a kid i was actually really into tie-in novels like very nerdly i remember reading uh i think there was like a shadows of the empire one I definitely read a lot of the Halo ones. Um, Halo books are like legit great yeah. novels. They're they're probably that's an, there's an interesting feature in this of like ranking the best video game tie-in novels. Yeah, definitely. Because like I I haven't done it recently. Like I can't imagine. We were just talking that uh I think Corey Barlog's dad wrote either the novelization or the prequel novel to God, the new God of War. Mm-hmm. And like there's like fun little cute things like that, but. Yeah, I mean, Matt, I would say, first of all, like, don't let someone tell you they're garbage. Like, do you know how many Americans, like, don't read anything at all? Yeah, Just exactly. don't read books. So, like, I wouldn't let anybody stress you out about whether you're reading a video game book or whatever yeah, you're reading. Like, I agree. You know, worse than anything, yeah. that's not on the top 100. Whatever you yeah. enjoy yeah. reading is, like, a valuable yeah. use of your time. I don't, like, I, I read about half of the uncharted tie-in novel and um the way that it reads the action scenes are really funny just because it reads like a scene in uncharted it's like drake ducked behind a like a wall and then popped out to shoot some enemies and like i was like oh man i definitely read some there's some bioshock ones too that i definitely read like a few years Mm. back as a lot of them are aimed a little younger just be aware of that and just like the old star wars novels were back in the day but somehow but I read it like a fifth grade reading level, so it's yeah. actually really I just helpful. remembered I fanboyed out and like unironically loved the Doom novels. Mm-hmm. There's four of them, and they're amazing. 
the first one's like a retelling of Doom 1, and it's the exact cheesy thing I'm describing, where like the way that you read that book sounds like you're playing through a level of Doom 1, and he like collects He wheels around the corner to yeah. find another and then, like, demon. He find, like he levels up through the book and finds more and more powerful guns and like body armor and stuff, but then uh, the books get, uh, they veer off into this wildly different direction and become this crazy original weird sci-fi story. There's four of them. I love them. I think about them all the time. They're still on my bookshelf to this day. You know, all sci-fi and all fantasy has been frowned upon. Oh, sure. During the existence of those genres. So it's like, you got to, it's funny to think of like those being a wedge of things, which even sci-fi buffs like myself, and I'm not saying I do this, look down upon. And, you know, if you were reading the most amazing sci-fi authors ever, like Philip K. Dick Mm -hmm. in, uh, you know, in the 60s and 70s, everybody would think you're a total geek. So, you know, don't get down on yourself for for yeah. reading what you. I, read I think Justin of- nailed it. Like I, I I hate the term guilty pleasures in the same way. Just like what you like, and don't yeah. let people make you feel bad about it. When I was growing up, like in my life, was all like Arthur C. Clarke and Michael Crichton, like mm-hmm. all these sci-fi authors. That was all I did. That and play video games. As a kid, I read the novelization of. Friday the 13th, part two. (laughs) (laughs) I have one better. I read the novelization of Home Alone. Wow. Oh, my God. That is set up a bunch of traps. I still have it. (laughs) Yes. Wow. Producer Dan also read that. Yeah, it's like, I don't remember anything about it. I also, of course, (laughs) read the cover. probably guess a couple things. (laughs) Yeah. I think the wet bandits were involved. Uh, I read several entries in the Worlds of Power series. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Which are novelizations of NES games. Mm-hmm. There's a Bionic Commando one. There's Castlevania I, 2. I, I've been trying to find those for a while. Those are really interesting. Mega Man 2 has one. I think there's a Blaster Master one. There's too. a Blaster Master one, which one of the sequels, I think the Blaster Master on PlayStation canonized some of the things yeah. that were written about in the, the, the Worlds of Fire book. Yeah. The Lost Frog plotline. Yeah. But they had to change all this stuff. Like they had to like remove all the violence basically. Or and from Castlevania they had to remove any sort of like witchcraft or like he's not a vampire anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like wizardry. <laughs> it, it, it's really funny. I'm still thinking about the idea of an uncharted novelization being like he climbed and then he jumped yeah. to a different rock and climbed a little bit higher. And I mean that's not it's to, better written than anything I could ever write. Yeah. But that's not that much of an exaggeration of what it is. There's like shooting scenes and climbing scenes and like and, and he was wondering where to climb until he noticed a yeah. red railing and immediately jumped yeah. to it and that's like in movies he where flipped they all around for five be, minutes like you think it's gonna be really cool when they switch finally switch into first person and doom and then you're just like oh my Ugh, gosh this yeah. is such pandering i love that like green lantern and doom are just made fun of so mercilessly by even the rock and ryan reynolds like they just like crap all over stuff they worked on uh there's also a worlds of power book for infiltrator you remember, remember that, that game? I Isn't that the, the tank, a top-down tank game? I just feel like it's such an obscure game. That's Vindicators. This is, yeah, well, that's <laughs> yeah, what I'm thinking right. of. So what is it? What is Infiltrator? I think I just got 20 questions in one question. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> top-down tank game. Well done. No. They, they wrote... Uh, I think Infiltrator's a fantasy game, surprisingly. They, were, they wrote a Worlds of Power book for Bases Loaded 2. Whoa, I would read that. What's going to happen in this that? season? <laughs> Does Bases Loaded 2 have animals in it for no, some reason? I think it's, it's, just, it's, it's just all still players? just robots, right? No, that, no that's, that's Space Wars. Wars. Oh, that's right. Bases Loaded yeah. is just a realistic I think I'm baseball thinking of, game. Like, baseball I was thinking about like a uh, dystopian sci-fi robot <laughs> baseball game. I'm like, I would read the shit out baseball. of that book. <laughs> Space Wars would be a great novelization. Yeah. We right. get novels sent to us by GameScoop yeah. fans sometime, yeah, sometimes uh, that are you know, you know, cover these same themes. Still, that Mario fan novel. Keep on writing. This is Brad in Dayton, Ohio. 
He said, I heard and really related to a recent game scoop, specifically the lament of the adult video game fan, how we never have enough time to play the games we want to. I have a really, I have a very real fantasy about to happen in my life, and I would love to hear Game Scoop's take. I'm having a minor surgery in early November, <laughs> and we'll be off. I will be off work for two whole weeks. Yeah, uh, I can easily see getting a good 45 plus hours per week of gameplay fun while my wife is at work and my six year old daughter is at school. I recently purchased an Xbox One X as my day one edition was starting to sound and look haggard. I have some older games that I never played or completed. I have my eyes on some games I've never purchased or some coming soon, and there's some backwards compatible titles I would like to revisit. Answer me this, Omega Cops, which category would you prioritize if it were you, and which mm. games would they be? Category one, mm. games you already own but haven't played. Mine are Deus Ex, Mankind Divided, Wolfenstein The New Order, Ooh. Rise of the Tomb Raider. Ooh. Or two, games you haven't bought, old or new, but would like to play. Mine are Witcher 3, Divinity Original Sins 1 and 2, Shadow of War, yes. Red Dead Redemption 2 will be out in time for my staycation. Or three, Old games that you've thought about replaying for ages but just haven't had time to, like KOTOR, Portal 1 and 2, and the Bioshock Collection. I say Category 2 because I mm. think that Category 1 is stuff that, like, you would get to probably realistically, but, like, mm. you're not, like, Unless you have this situation where you're off your feet for that long, you're not going to pour time into a giant RPG. Well, and sometimes like your head and your heart aren't quite aligned. Like if you've owned a game for a long time but just have never gotten around to finding the time to playing it, like maybe that's your way of telling yourself like that's not quite the thing that's going to you know rustle your jimmies. <laughs> yeah, although occasionally I'll put in a game in my backlog and I'll be like, oh, this is amazing. Why didn't that's I play true. this and just feel like an idiot? That's true. I would I would recommend to pick something that you don't own that you're really pumped and jazzed about. The Witcher Three sounds like a very good pick. That's like that pick. feels like a it's, great that's way. Such to... a huge game. Yeah, and uh, Zach Ryan, uh, who works with us, uh, he had surgery in his knee. I think literally the day the Switch came out, and mm. so he had a very similar situation where he just poured his time to Breath of the Wild for two weeks while he was out. It sounds really nice, actually. It sounds really nice. I like the old game idea. I rarely have time to dip into old games, but that's the way I played Chrono Trigger. Is that like I just like mm -hmm. had time to play it, and I I wanted to play it. I never played it back in the mm -hmm. day, and that changed my life. So there's definitely old games of that ilk, which is like, oh, we should all be definitely playing those games. You know, you may also find. I mean, I don't know the nature of his surgery, but um, it, you know, if he's got a six year old and a wife, and he's at home all day. He may not have quite as much time to just sit around and play games. I was gonna say all day, just, every what day. Flex, literally right? can't get out of bed. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't know. But like in the case, in my case, you know, um, uh, like the I, dishes are just piling up. Yeah, like, like you, you're sorry, still. I, what do What do you want me to do? You, you still I had minor surgery. <laughs> You got to have dinner prepped. There's <laughs> errands to run. There's like some minor stuff around the house that has to happen. Like a closet's got to get cleaned out. And then even if you play games for like, you know, a long time, like two weeks, I feel like that time's going to go by like yeah. that. And it's like, well, I didn't even beat The Witcher 3. Yeah. <laughs> like, so Witcher 3 or Chrono Trigger? Your choice. Yeah, those two. <laughs> yeah, maybe pick some games that, maybe pick some games you can get through in like a couple days. I feel like he could cut a wide swath through all three categories. Yeah, yeah. I agree Because like, uh, uh, Deus Ex Mankind Divided isn't a terribly Fairly long short. Ter not a yep. terribly long game and neither are Portals 1 or 2. Yep. That's true, right? You could lock all those out two. and then he could also get pretty deep into The Witcher 3 and then he's have covered all of his bases. The problem with playing Portal 1 and 2 is that it leaves you wanting so much more. That's yeah. true. The last time I played those games, I played them back to back. I just sat down and wow. played them over the course of like two or three days and like god, they're so good. So good. And they fit so well together. Yep. Amazing. Portal Surprisingly, Portal Two is so. perfect. Yeah. I remember when Portal, Portal Two was announced. People were like, "Why do we need a sequel to Portal?" And they showed us why. Yeah. So good. that's true. That's that's like honestly the example I give whenever anyone asks about the value of good writing. Yeah. Because like that game is made by its writing. I yeah. love it. 
I mean, the mechanics are amazing too, but like the writing it's sells it. Genuinely, really funny. Stephen Merchant, that's who it is. Yep. yep. And J.K. Simmons. So good as yeah. Wheatley. It's really, really funny. Uh, all right, that brings us to video game twenty questions. Our suggestion Ooh, this week comes from the previously heard from Matt in Dallas, Texas. Let the questioning begin. He's what was back. This question about? He was the question about the minor surgery. The, no, no, nope. he was the, oh, the, the reading novels. Yeah. It's been so long. Excellent. Uh, does your character wear a, a head covering of some kind? Is there something covering their head? Yes. Does his hair count? No. Ask You're gonna ask something. if there's a video game tie not not <laughs> not attached to his body or her body. Uh, yes. body. The answer is yes. Uh, sorry, your question was a head covering or just a hat. <laughs> well, just don't just move past it. There's something covering yeah. the head. You can something that's not a part of your body goes over your head. Okay. Mario three. Can you play as a woman? No. Uh, looking more, more like yeah, because it can't be Mario 2. Yeah. Is this a game that we've mentioned on this game scoop? No. Oh, I was so I hoped so hard the answer was yes. <laughs> That'd be weird. <laughs> That's a really good question. That's a really good uh 20 questions hack. Uh is this from before the year 2000? We're just gonna cut you out of this one. Uh, I'm I'm <laughs> off of this game, it's fine. Is it before the year 2000? Yes. Oh great. Uh is it before January 1st, 1990? Yes. Is the developer that's still in business? Is the developer still in business? The developer still making games today, I should say. Uh, what? What? Did I ask it wrong? What? No, I just don't. What? Sounds who's like in, data who's east. in business but not making games? The confusing no, state yeah. of data east. Hold on, I'm just trying. I want to answer the <laughs> question. I mean, maybe. The developer. I was thinking about it. Do you need to look up look up something? <laughs> the developer is kind of still in business. Is it? It's probably, THQ. It's probably a treasure game or Atari or something. THQ, yeah. So oh, THQ. That's true. Was this game? Uh, was this game developed in Japan? No. Uh, is this? Uh, oh, we really are just skipping over Andrew. It's fine. <laughs> I have nothing to contribute. Oh, is there a is horse this, in it? <laughs> is this from? Is that your question? <laughs> no. <laughs> is this from before 1985? Oh no. Okay. It, did did this game originally appear on the NES? No. Oh. Is was it an arcade game? Yes. That's ten. What what country was it made in? Did we talk about this? Just, not, not Japan. Japan. So it's probably a Atari it's probably Gauntlet or something from eighty five or later. Seven twenty. Well, that's midway though, isn't it? Uh no, no, that's Atari. Is it? But but it was in the Midway Classics. Yeah, okay. Maybe that's why I, I associate it with Midway. Well, there's later a Gauntlet game. So that's definitely an Atari game. Um Do you play as do you have the ability to play can you pick from more than one character to play as. No. So there it's are not. a lot of arcade companies that are weird like this now because Dating yeah. is putting out a bunch of stuff like that as we keep talking about. Um, That's like a non-trivial. That eliminates all fighting games. That eliminates Gauntlet, mm -hmm. any co-op game, yeah. Yeah. any, any side-scrolling brawler. Was this ported to the NES? Yes. Is it licensed? No. Good question, though. Um, we'll get this one, I think. So <laughs> <laughs> The head thing is funny. Um... Is this an Atari game? Yes. Uh, nice. Uh, pay, Paperboy? Yeah, it could be Paperboy or 720. Both of those were ported to the NES. Was paper, Paperboy was made in Japan, though, uh, right? Or no? No, no, no. That's all Atari. Atari. Yeah. yeah, I think we're getting there. Um, you wear a hat in Paperboy? 
Just there's throw. more common in Atari games too, because there's all the Tengen games. Every single one of those is an Atari game. So there's yeah, but you know, Tetris and yeah, but it's not. You play as you wear a hat. You could be wearing a hat in Tetris. You don't know. <laughs> uh, does uh, this game take place on something that people would recognize as Earth? Yes. Paperboy's looking more and more like <laughs> Oh, is this a game involving newspapers delivered to customers? <laughs> you can ask that. Is that your question? Yeah, sure. Yes. Uh! <laughs> what if it's Paperboy 2? <clears throat> is it Paperboy? Yes, it is. <laughs> Nicely done. That's going to be my new standard <laughs> question. <laughs> question number one. <laughs> uh, is there a horse in it? Okay, question two. Uh, does this involve delivering papers to customers? Are there newspapers? How do you answer the question? Is the developer still in business? Yeah, like it's not around. It's well, not, yeah. Like it's just a name, right? Like yeah. That's, that yeah. Has that is really weird. Atari as a name is yeah. just fascinating to me. So does the developer know, but you know, I don't want to mislead you. Yeah. It's tough. Interesting. I I played a Paperboy not two weeks ago. Uh, the arcade cabinet. cabinet? Arcade cabinet. Mm-hmm. Oh, Is it weird that, that there's just a breakdancer like in the middle of the sidewalk? And it was the, the 80s, man. Breakdance. You couldn't. Yeah. You couldn't, you couldn't walk, walk down the street without tripping over breakdance. Yeah, you could. Look, it was it was horrible. Anytime you were walking down the street, you'd open your so, door, open your door in the middle of the night. There's just a breakdance. Yeah, there. there, there's there's all these uh, there's all these videos of like the the Pikachu mascots in Japan for like all these festivals, and I retweeted one, and a guy was I, I like, "See those frequently in your feed." Well, and a guy responded, was like, "Is it just always like this in Japan?" And I'm like, "Yes, they're just everywhere you go, Pikachu mascot." He's on the yeah. subway. Yeah. No one's even paying him to be there. He just shows up. Please leave. I played so much Paperboy yeah. on Super Nintendo. Whoa. Nintendo. That's the only was version just, I've ever played. It's was it really? Just yeah. another port of the arcade game? Yeah, it was just standard Paperboy on Super Nintendo. I played that game. That's like probably my top five most played NES games. That was like that and yeah. Punch Out. But I would get as close to the buildings as possible and then just try to break all the windows. <laughs> that was the only way I played the was game. Was there a Game Boy one? Probably. Because I feel like I might have played a portable version. But I the, definitely played Super Nintendo. The newspaper. precision crash, of that crash, game crash, crash, crash. is really crazy, and it's very unforgiving. And, you know, when you're a kid, you don't care too much about what's going on. But if you're, you're trying to play to win, you have to get every mailbox. And then if you don't, you lose subscribers, and it goes, you know, day by day. Yeah. You just have to keep your subscribers based. I like the little it's tone. So difficult. Like when you would hit or miss the houses, it would go, dee, 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 dun, 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 dee, dun, Yeah. I have a very vivid memory of that. And they turned dark red. And then when you play it again, they were like a different colored house, right? Like those were out of it. And then there's, of course, the obstacle course at the end. Yeah, so the the houses that, that the horses the houses that were red or that weren't on my route, I would just try to fuck them up as bad as possible. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> knock over all their trash cans. And then there are break their windows. Like there's like <laughs> a full a on haunted house. Yep, there's the yeah. house with the tombstones out. Tombstones, front. that's great. Yeah, and you can get away in the street for a little while, but then a car will come. It really makes um, me appreciate all the paper boys who deliver IGN's news every single day to all yep, of our yeah. subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> Unsung heroes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the head covering is he's wearing a backwards baseball cap, yeah. which I think you also wear in 720. So I didn't know if you'd get <laughs> ripped up there, which also takes place in a world you would recognize as Earth. Yeah. With killer bees. Yeah. And it's like really the same engine and era and stuff like that. And it's like a medium res monitor, which is weird. Yeah. It just looks different than other games in the arcade on home consoles. At all yeah. Yeah. I think I had handlebar uh, controls in there. The arcade full, cap. Full yeah. vi- you know, video Can you play it with the Wii wheel? I don't know if it ever came out of the virtual console, but you probably couldn't. Time to bring Paperboy back. Sure. Well, how's, how has there not been a Kickstarter to bring Paperboy back? Mm. Although, maybe it's going to be exclusive for the Atari box. Yeah. That uh, actually is a pretty good I don't know who guess. Knows. No one knows who owns the rights. It's impossible to unwind that stuff. Yeah. I mean, we know who developed it. 
but that individual probably doesn't own the rights to the game. So I don't know. I always like the newspaper splash you got at the beginning mm-hmm. and end. Paper boy fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How big is this town? Yeah. <laughs> it's also like the most meta thing if that's the newspaper headline. <laughs> Who delivered it? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are only two weeks away from GameScoop 500. Ooh. Big celebration happening here in the IGN office. Someone asked me about how parking works around here. There's lots of street parking. Uh, hopefully there's not a... They the, can park at our house, too. They can also just park at our houses, yeah. No. The Giants, <laughs> the playoffs would, would would have started then, so we don't know if the Giants are playing that oh night. God, at I this hope point. there's yeah. not a Giants game. Hopefully not, fingers yeah. crossed. Just park north of the office and walk down. Yeah, Fine. but yeah. in general, there's just lots of street parking around the office. Even at, like there's a giant parking garage at Fifth and Mission, and then yeah. it's what, a 15, 20-minute walk over? Yeah, there's a, there's a Also park in another neighborhood. There's a lot of trains that come downtown. Yeah, yeah yep. that's true, yeah. You can also just take the train in from wherever. Uh, take the train in from the airport if you're flying in. Anyway, if you're taking the train, take the BART. Mm-hmm. Montgomery Street Bart Station. Yep. Just walk out straight to the down office. second. Yep. It's a 15 minute walk. You could even walk along the Embarcadero if you want to. If you've got time to spare, yeah. great Pokemon there too. Get, it's like the best Pokemon stop spot at, in the Stop at High Dive. Stop it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, High Dive is a High Dive is a great little dive bar out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can see seals swimming around in the harbor from there. Yeah. yeah. I, I really do recommend taking public transportation down here unless you, you know, have some kind of circumstance that makes it better for you to drive. Yeah. That's a good call. All right, that is all the scoops that we have for you this week. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Sam. Paperboy calls it quits. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out.
Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.